0: simulcast. All right, dudes and dudettes. I think that lighting situation will work. Ready? All right, guys. Ryan Biddlef here, blogging from Paradis. Just want to go over some of the basics of blogging. I know a lot of people there are new to the blogosphere. They're thinking about starting a blog, considering it. And they want to know, what is blogging? I think a lot of folks are confused because they see bloggers who don't treat blogging like it really should be. But it really is. A lot of people just blog about what's on their mind. And you'll see a lot of folks, I see especially on Twitter, they will say, well, I want to start a blog because I want to share my thoughts about blah, 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 blah. So this is not so much the wrong way to blog, like if you're thinking right or wrong in those dualistic terms. It's just you're not going to make an impact if your blog is just about you because other human beings follow your blog. And there has to be some sort of help, service, some type of benefit for them And the only way you're going to get people interested in you by sharing your thoughts on a wide range of topics, or even a single topic where it's all about you and your experience, is if you're a celebrity. And none of you guys are, at least right now. So when you're talking about blogging, what it is, when you're thinking of a definition, we can get into marketing speak. We can get into content speak. We can be a little more verbose. But ultimately, guys, my definition is a blog is a way to help people with words. Simple and true, because you're writing words, aka blog posts, that you're publishing to help people. That's it. That's the definition. Now, you can find more grandiose definitions, people, to content, and this and that. And hey, all well and good. You know, everybody has a different approach, but it's helping people with words. You're writing words to help people. That's all the that blogging is. That's all it ever was. It's not about you when you want to make it about you and your thoughts solely. Now, of course you got to want to enjoy blogging and have fun doing it. But when it's the definition of blogging is just about you, I want to share my thoughts. And I see that again, especially on Twitter. I follow the blogging hashtag, and a lot of these new bloggers say, or aspiring bloggers, I'm going to start a blog because I want to share my thoughts about whatever, or especially the multi-topic folks, which is just, it's just not going to work, guys, because people ultimately follow blogs for a specialist, for someone who is not even so much an expert, but someone who does one thing well, because the world loves specialists, Generalists, not so much, not really. And the analogy I've used before is if you walked into your doctor's office and they were running out the back because they had to deliver some pizzas and then they couldn't see you the following morning because they're picking up garbage. Of course, this would erode your trust in the doctor and you would think they're not too credible. I don't really know their doctor stuff too well because they're also a pizza delivery person and a garbage woman or garbage man we do one thing in the world quote unquote you know humans to do it well because where our attention energy goes grows so when you have bloggers that say oh i just want to share my thoughts about all these different things nobody cares and it's because you're just sharing your thoughts your take you're talking about yourself on all these different topics and people who stop by a blog will say why would i follow this person who's rambling on about their life their mind all these different topics there's no There's no connection there. There's no clarity. It's just run on. But when it's all about helping people with words, writing posts, writing content to help people, and especially as you dial in on a specific niche, one niche, you specialize, which helps you gain credibility. And as you gain credibility, you will gain more followers. You'll gain subscribers, you'll gain loyal readers, and these are the folks who could help take your blog to new heights because everything's a co-creation, guys. You will not succeed on your own in life. We're all one as it is, we're all connected as it is. There's the illusion of separation. But you see this with blogging, everything happens with a sense of community, a loyal tribe, you co-creating with other bloggers, that certainly helps to, to network a bit. But more than anything, When you help people with words and you dial in on one topic, you're specializing now. So where your attention energy grows, you'll be seen as being more credible because you're not trying to be a jack-of-all-trades or mastering one. The loyal readers who follow your blog will promote you to their followers or followers, but to their friends on Facebook and their followers on Twitter. And if they're fellow bloggers, they may drop, drop a backlink to your blog through their blog, which is cool. They may refer you to other people as far as your business services, building your business through referrals, referral marketing. So it's gonna be a co-creation and that's why you wanna think of the definition of blogging, helping people with words, helping people with content, providing some valued service. And your tribe, as you stick with it and you gotta be patient and persistent and generous, they will amplify your success over the long haul exponentially. And you'll all benefit, and that's what's cool about it. But it's got to be a community effort. It can't be your own singular efforts. So that gives you a little definition of blogging. And if you're on the fence and you're like, okay, now I have a little better idea of what blogging is about. It's not just about me sharing my thoughts on all these different topics. It's more about drilling down and helping people with content, helping people with words aligned with one niche. Why would you blog? And a lot of bloggers struggle to be all in or to dive in, to just buy their domain and hosting and do it and do it the right way because they don't understand the power of blogging. They don't know why they should do it. And there's maybe a weak why, like, oh, I hate my job and I want to leave my job and I just want to make money online and not interact with people. That's a a funny one that, that definitely... You know, surfaces from time to time and that's okay. You know, if you're more introverted or you just don't wanna be working a phone all day long, that's cool. But you will be interacting with human beings because quote unquote worldly success in the service will flow through other people. Otherwise you're publishing a cyber diary. But there's weak reasons why, there's like the money driver, the fame driver, which is always a mistake because they're coming from fear and attachment and the money and fame are not coming for a long time and after a lot of practice anyway, and a lot of mental clarity finding for you. But they just don't have a reason why. They don't think, okay, why am I doing this? What what would be the real driver? So kind of want to ponder a few of these ideas. Number one, you blog, especially when you – the only way to really blog is to buy your domain and hosting. And the best platform still is WordPress.org. So let's say when you're blogging on a WordPress.org blog, you bought your domain and hosting, you own that content. Now, technically, I get it. The hosting company technically owns it unless you own the hosting company. But you would have to do something so egregious and foolish to break the hosting company's almost every single one's terms of service, something really vile, definitely threatening. So for all intents and purposes, guys, unless you become an animal, you totally own that content and you're going to have no problems owning it as long as you pay your hosting bills. And of course, the domain, you know, year to year. Now, this is a sore point with most bloggers because they're so afraid to commit and they are so just ignorant of the power of blogging to the point of where they try to reason on so many different levels why... They'd be wasting money, throwing money away, wasting time, let's say wasting money, buying their domain and hosting. So they just choose a free platform. But this is just a foolish, foolish mistake because when you don't own the blog, you're not a blogger. You're a user on a free platform. So if you look at Medium, you're a Medium user. You're not a blogger because you don't own the content. Medium owns the content. They own your likeness. You're not paying the bills so you don't own anything. So you can and will get kicked off of platforms that you don't own all the time. It happens all the time. And not only that, you can't brand yourself. It's just it's not a good decision, guys. You want to buy. You have to pay some bills to actually buy the domain and the hosting so you own the content for all intents and purposes. So that's the number one reason. You actually own it. You're not going to be kicked off the platform. Number two, branding potential. You have no branding potential on Facebook or Medium or Twitter. Because their site's going to look like how they want it to look because they own it. Again, it's about the Twitter brand. You're just a user. If you don't pay bills, you're a user. You're not a blogger. If You don't pay a domain hosting bill. But when you own the blog, and you think about why should I blog, you own the brand. You own the site so you could tailor it specifically how you want to tailor it. So you could make it a -a one-of-a-kind site, a -a one-of-a-kind brand that stands out, just eye-popping. It's amazing when you think about it, that you could pay domain and hosting bills and then you craft it. You can go with a premium theme that you invest in, or you could even have a a bespoke theme, a custom theme. So it's one-of-a-kind. And when you develop a -a one-of-a-kind blog and brand, and you stock it with helpful content, and you develop strong relationships with your readers, and you have to be patient and persistent and generous and detached about it all and just relax about things and not panic, try to hurry the process. You have a website that qualifies you and makes you stand out from every other person in your niche. And imagine how beneficial that will be for you as far as gaining clout, credibility, traffic, business, expertise. People can go to your blog and they look at it and just in a split second, really, as far as the initial impression, they're like, whoa, this person's a serious blogger. They know what they're talking about. And then when they dive into all the content you've published that's very helpful, then that's when the returns really flow to you because you'll have people's trust and they'll say they know their stuff. So then from there, branding potential, traffic potential, business potential, you know, profits, income potential, they'll go through the roof because you've built a one-of-a-kind website which distances you from everybody else in your niche. And not from a competitive perspective of fear, but just from the clarity perspective of, oh, this person owns this domain and this blog, and it's 100% them, and I trust them. They're a leader. They're credible. And once you have people's trust, then there's just limitless opportunities for you Ultimately, I'm talking about the outcomes, but to help people and to increase your presence exponentially. That's the beauty of blogging, guys. When you own a blog, you own your domain and hosting, you're getting on WordPress.org, there's just unlimited potential. So that's another reason. So, so far, I've talked about just the branding potential, ownership. You actually own the content, so nobody's going to kick you off like, Happens all the time on free platforms or just free sites like social media sites. You distance yourself as an expert. One of the reasons that myself included, of course, and I think almost every blogger, I shouldn't say that. Maybe some see the benefit in this regard, you know, through this channel is another reason why you should blog or consider blogging. Another reason to blog would be the medium is a cathartic way to share your thoughts it's therapy it's fulfilling a lot of us have this thing called the mind all of us do and a lot of us have this thing called the ego this illusion that can be a bit of a jerk and you know, what's an illusion it's it's based on fear and separation and loss and guilt and all these really heavy grief, heavy, heavy energies, blogging is therapy where you get the thoughts and feelings out of the mind into your back office. And I'm not saying it's going to be a ranting platform. I'm not saying it's going to be a platform to assail people. That's still projection. I mean, ranting, okay, fine, whatever. But I'm talking about just sharing your thoughts with the world to help people. And the very act of helping people moves you more into the space of love and less into fear, which feels really, really good. It feels very fulfilling. feels very freeing. And it just feels good to help people. So blogging is, as a reason to blog, it's catharsis. It's very cathartic. It's fulfilling, enriching, freeing. It feels good to express yourself through this medium. Even me doing these videos and the podcast it, right now, it feels good. Feels good to help people, and the content will be out there. And that's another reason, as long as you own it, you keep paying the bills, it's quote-unquote forever or for the lifetime of when you pay your domain and hosting. So that's another benefit. The content's out there. Now, as far as this, if I decide to put up to my blog or not, I'm not sure this, um, either the Facebook video, the Twitter video, or the Anchor podcast, but just because I've been getting pretty steady traffic, keeping them on each platform. But when you create content on your blog, and you keep paying the bills, that content's out there as long as you pay the bills. And each piece of content is similar to a brand advocate, a business builder, passively. Because as you have the content out there and people find it through Google and Facebook and Tribes and Twitter, LinkedIn, Maybe forums, it gets picked up or fellow bloggers in your niche are linking to it. That content is there to build your traffic and your business and your brand around the clock passively. That's awesome. I mean, that's a very, very strong reason. If you're thinking about, oh man, yeah, that's it's, it's not that it's forever, but it's just out there. As long as you pay in the bills and as long as you own the site, that's really cool. You create a piece of content today. And seven years down the road, like some pieces of my content, it is 2022, January. So now this is eight years, seven and a half, we'll say. You know, I bought my domain in July of 2014. So seven and a half years, and some of my first posts drive traffic now. Seven and a half years later, that's powerful. That's very, very powerful when you think about that type of not only that, that longevity and staying power as far as blogging, but then the fact that as your domains age and the content's helpful, and especially when you go back in and update posts, making them more timely if they're not totally evergreen, you know, stripping bad links, adding newer links if you feel that those links are of a higher quality, maybe content that you're going more in depth on. That's just there for people to consume and to help folks. And these are business builders. And it's passive because it's out there. You already created it. So that's another reason why. And these are just a few reasons why to think, okay, is it really worth it? And ultimately, and I'll end on this reason, the number one reason to blog is is freedom. Now, freedom ultimately, this is worldly freedom. Freedom's in your mind. I get that. I get that. But we look for symbols, and we work with symbols until we become enlightened. And you're going on that path. And for us, people that aren't enlightened, there's going to be certain symbols, certain tools. We'll just focus more on the idea of symbols that we are resonant with, that we see, that we tune into, that could help. Ultimately, it's our mind, but that could help Let's look at them as like channels through which we could free ourselves. And blogging, guys, it's a way to help people that's completely virtual. That is a gig you could work, business you could work at any time of day from anywhere in the world. That's completely location independent as long as you have internet access. So think about that for a moment when you build this up. Over time, you gotta be patient, gotta be patient, gotta be persistent, gotta be generous, the trust. But when you think about the worldly freedom you could experience through blogging, it's actually astounding. When you consider the potential of, say, if you're working a job right now, and if you love your job, that's great. But if you don't love it, if you despise it, if it's just, it's depressing. A lot of people talk about jobs being soul sucking. You can begin blogging now and doing it the right way. Helping people, making friends, building relationships, and then you could add income streams. It could be a, a worldly tool, a worldly vehicle, a symbol through which you leave your job if you don't like your job. And if you want to travel the world like my wife and I do if you just want to blog work from home in your hometown with your family you know you're happy living in your hometown and but you just you don't like your job and you want to spend a lot more time with your kids blogging and again this you really got to put in the energy and just keep it super simple and be patient it's not about working hard or pushing yourself it's about doing simple things and trusting and relaxing but you could have this vehicle this tool this channel Through which you experience worldly freedom. You could be free, free of a job, free of a boss, free of a manager, free of a set schedule, free of needing to be in some place at a specific time. That's pretty cool when you really think about it. Freedom. Imagine that feeling. I think for a lot of folks, there's so much fear in their mind, courtesy of the ego, that they don't even envision this freedom. It doesn't seem possible. It seemed impossible, but I am sharing with you today, guys. If you blog and you do it the right way, you focus on the basics, helping people, creating, and connecting for a while, and you're patient and you face your fears. You know, you, you purge them, face chill and release them, and you just keep going that you could be free of all that, all of these shackles on a worldly level. And that's really cool. That's a really cool feeling to know, okay, I can work from wherever I want in the world, whenever I want, got to put in the work, but not from tension, just from having fun, helping people and trusting. And of course, following simple practical tips. But when you consider the idea of being free, not having to ever work a job again, Not having to go to a job at a certain time or not being like now at the beginning of the year in January thinking, okay, uh, I have to pick my vacation time. Uh, Let's focus on summer. So mid-July, six months from now, I'll have a week off. And if you're just tired of that, you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be able to take a vacation when I want to. I want to be free to do that. That would feel so liberating. Blogging is one vehicle through which you could do that because it's virtual. and You could do it from anywhere. At any time. And you got to work. I'm not saying you don't, but it's it's a completely different state of mind, a mindset shift when you decide to do things in your life. Dare I say build your life around the concept of being free. Like you're going to do things now for freedom and not out of fear of loss or fear of this or fear of that. And that ultimately is the number one reason to blog. It is a way to help people to build something special and to free yourself from a job, from employment, if these are just not for you. And most of us know when it's not for us because it feels depressing. It doesn't feel good. You don't feel like you're alive. You don't feel like you're having fun. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of learning. There's uncomfortable emotions to face, you know, fears to face, but... When you really think about it, would you rather choose discomfort here and there and freedom or comfort and subjugation, depression, feeling trapped? And every single one watching this video, every single one of you or listening to the podcast knows you'd say, Yeah, choose freedom. And some discomfort and facing fears, but this is where you have to be on point and really observe your mind and the ego is clinging to the illusion of comfort along with the depression and you know trading trading your life for numbers on a screen and the illusion of stability because there's a lot of folks who think they have a really good job and, hey, I'm not do the employment thing if it's resonant with you or just even if it's not, it's up to you. You decide to be free or not. But there's a lot of folks that think that world is very stable and think that they have a good job and they they learn the hard way that there's no such thing as a stable job because you're not the one who decides whether to fire you or keep you around. I mean, technically from the mind you do, but I'm talking about the worldly stuff of like, you know, if you're not the manager, if you're not the CEO, it's you don't call the shots. You're the employee when you're blogging. You're your own CEO, and you do have to put in that energy, guys. I'm not saying you don't, but there's something very liberating about building something from the ground up, from brick number one, from an intent of freedom, helping people, and living your dreams, your most freeing dreams, or whatever they are. So, guys, those are a couple basic ideas, what blogging is, and reasons why you'd want to blog. If you want to learn more about blogging, you can stop by my blog at bloggingfromparadise.com. We have posts, courses, ebooks. There's some videos on there too. Feel free to check them out. Until next time, see you later, Twitter. Gonna roll. See you later, Facebook. And we will see you later. Smell you later. See you later. Not really. Hear you later. Anchor.